0: Experience. Hi, welcome to another episode of the Nana Redhu Experience. This is the Nana Mama episode from 17th of August. And oh my God, I have been losing it with my mask. If you're looking at the video, I'm holding a mask that I have painted. So these are hand stitched. The other side still has to be painted. This side uh, is done, hand-stitched, hand-painted art masks. You can buy them. They're available on my shop. Go to nena.co slash shop and uh, you can get these uh, different rates depending on how much work the painting has actually taken. And of course, I've been sharing these on my Instagram and my stream is currently flooded with mask photographs and mask videos of if I've hand-washed it, what does it look like, etc, etc. I have like a ton of them right now and I'm working on so many more. I love trying out new techniques and it working out on the fabric so that is like massive news i've been spending so much time working on the masks it's excellent Uh, the other big news is that on this weekend i will be doing my first influencer marketing for brands workshop for a pr agency and its team Um, I'm super excited to actually create a structure because I've had all this gyan and I've learned all these things and I've you know given uh, advice here and there but I've never created a structure so I'm hoping that once I do this with this PR agency I'll have a case study ready and then I'll be able to pitch it to other PR uh, agencies and suggest uh, you know that their team does this workshop so they can understand how to work with influencers better in India specifically. Of course, I still have my online brand building workshop on the 29th. Seats are still available if you would like to join that. Uh, you can go to workshops by Nana.com and read more about the workshop. You can understand what kind of people attend that workshop and if you can see if it is going to be useful for you. If you want, I'm always available for customized advice as well. Just book me for a consulting call nena.co slash consult. Right, getting on with the questions. What are the precautions you are taking while painting brooches in the monsoon season? Any varnish changes? Oh my god, it's crazy in the monsoon, shit just doesn't dry, it takes forever. So my answer was, thank you for asking. No changes except that it takes far longer for the varnish to dry. Since the varnish stays malleable for longer, I have to be extra careful to keep the brooches under protective cover for longer and not be tempted to check them by touching. Uh, I'll show you one that is uh, it's still not dry but I don't even know it's like a little cloudy still so it takes time it takes a long time to dry and you can't use air to dry it because then the varnish cracks and similarly you can't use heat like you have to wait for some time for the varnish to actually get a A little bit dry And then try the air and the heat I do have an air conditioner running So that helps bring down the humidity A little bit But honestly not a lot Uh, I have been trying to work with some uh, Sorry I have been trying to work with some Copper pieces And I wanted to get Different levels of tarnish And it's it really depends like if you use heat and there's water content then the tarnishing is more otherwise if there is no water content and there are ways of doing that then there is absolutely no tarnishing oh i love it copper so i'm uh, some of my brooches will be going to italy for a friend's wedding she has bought them for her mother and her mother-in-law to wear on the day of her wedding oh my god that's never happened before I am super excited okay okay next next question what and sorry where and how to start your product photography journey like it's it's like any other photography journey you shoot you edit and you share shoot edit share simple shoot a lot rinse repeat really build a portfolio with sample photographs then start reaching out to prospective clients that you've identified works the same for all kinds of photography it's a slog it takes a long time You have to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and hopefully you get better as you grow as you make more photographs your images get better more clients get to know about you if you're publishing your work online they will naturally be happy that you're you know sharing their work online as well and their brand as well online so i would suggest maybe even get a blog instagram share your work there i know it sounds like It's so cliched, but this shoot, edit, share is what I learned from a photographer called Chase Jarvis. Those of you who have listened to my podcast earlier, I have talked about him many, many times. And that's the first place that I first read this and it just makes sense. Shoot, edit and share. Shoot, obviously shoot a lot. Edit doesn't just mean editing your images, but it also means Editing what you put online, editing your own portfolio, curating it so that you put that work out which you want more of. And of course, share, shoot, edit, and share. Share online, do printed uh, portfolios, send them out to editors. You have to try lots of things to see what works. For me, for example, printed portfolios have never worked. I've sent them out to international editors and I've never heard from any of them because I think it's a bit of a cold call, right? They don't know anything about you and you just reach out to them from out of nowhere and they're like, oh my god, who is this pretty book, but like, what? What do I do with this so I think it's important to create a relationship now you can't really meet a lot of people uh, in person so maybe you could do emails maybe do phone calls maybe even do zoom calls and see how that goes but you need to create personal projects and create that as part of your portfolio you don't necessarily have to have only paid work in your portfolio if you do nice product photography you know at home you set up your own small studio in your apartment and you can shoot that in that's a use case to show what can you do, what are your capabilities, right? People want to know why should they hire you. So if you're doing good work, that's the biggest reason why they will hire you. All right, next question. What can we do if our Instagram account gets hacked? Yikes, I hope that doesn't happen to anybody. Uh, This is a bit of a technical answer. So I I would recommend that you also look at the blog post that will be accompanying this video because I will include links there to the pages that you can go to. So I've never been in that situation and I don't have first hand knowledge but this is what I would do. First I would check out what Instagram help has to say about this situation. There's a link which I will share. Please follow those steps. Second I would also look at what Facebook says about this. Uh, there is a link facebook.com slash hacked and I would suggest that you follow those steps. Usually whenever it has come to any issues with Instagram I have had more luck using uh, help via Facebook so in Facebook when I go and do a copyright report and I say someone is misusing my images on Instagram they the images get taken down like this but when I've done that via Instagram a I've never really found the option to do that via Instagram and b if I have it's never really worked I've never heard back from them Facebook is pretty much instantaneous so I would that's what I would suggest but it is best to make sure that it doesn't happen in the first place turn on two-factor authentication if it is a very valuable account I would even consider using a different private phone and phone number all right next question while posting pictures of our products on Instagram, should the pricing be mentioned in the caption? Thank you. Good question. Yes. My answer is there is no universal rule. It depends on the product as well. If the price is mentioned in your online shop, then best to mention it on the Instagram caption instead of forcing people to type a comment or send a DM, etc. That is my approach. I always mention my pricing uh, on whatever posts I make, whether they're my masks. If it's a pre-order, then it's clearly mentioned that right now it's at this rate. Once the pre-order is over, it will be at X rate. Uh, You know what? What do my brooches cost? What does a jacket cost? What does a cap cost? I, I put it in the caption because I don't like wasting my time and I would like to extend that courtesy to whoever is looking at my Instagram page or my Twitter feed and I mention the price right there. right. Uh, but the other approach where you DM prices to those who ask can also be useful if you want to engage with your prospective customers, perhaps. I have no experience with this. If you have a team of people working with you, the second approach is more manageable. I work solo and just do not have the time. I've seen so many people will write "Pp please, pp please, pp please. I cannot sit and respond to everybody. I would honestly, you know what, I would love to do that, but it's just not possible. I would like to engage with people there are different ways of engaging with people if you have questions I'm happy to answer but my price is just mentioned in the caption so please don't do pee please with me. Uh, also if product pricing can change you can simply write a sentence asterisks prices are subject to change without further notice. If you're selling art then maybe DM to inquire makes more sense because art buyers are also more interested in the artist and their journey and as an artist I would love to chat with those who are interested in my art. Oh my God, yes. So if you are someone who's interested in my art and you've seen one of my uh, circular canvas paintings and you would like to know more about it, I am more than happy to get on a call with you, send you a detailed email, share my art catalog, etc. That is different. But for products which are, you know, thousand bucks, two thousand, three thousand, five thousand bucks, I don't, it's just write it there. You know, and and if prices are going to change, just right, prices are subject to change. And I think people get it. You know, if they see a post which is a year old, they know that that price is not applicable anymore and that product might not even be in stock you know uh, I recently had Instagram shopping turn on on my profile for god knows what reason so now you can even go to my shop on my Instagram profile and it'll show you whatever products are available so if you see a old post and you click on the product and it's not available it means it's not available and don't do PP please I, I always ask if someone writes PP please and I'm like I'm so sorry what does that mean because price is always mentioned in the caption and if it is not then there is a link to the shop please click go see enjoy my work buy something support invest in my art label and uh, oh my god I am so excited to have my voice back the tonsil really took the mickey out of me and uh, cool thank you for listening to another episode of the Nenna Redu Experience I am trying desperately to do some more episodes but I have a workshop another workshop I have two Instagram profile reviews to do which people want in giveaways and I still haven't scheduled it with them it was supposed to happen in August and I'm trying my best to make it happen in August the masks are doing really well thank you so much for all the pre-orders and uh, yeah see you next week bye